0: right come on and blow the horn Podcast. I'm Junior Kekwebber Jr. Whoa, whoa! Hold it down, hold it down. Hi, buddy. Just can't wait to start this podcast. <laughs> I say, I say, I'm Junior Jr. Hey, we we just kind of like, uh, you know, like going along, right? Bro, you know, sometimes you got to go along to get along. You see what I'm saying? You got to go along to get along, okay? And that's part of what this podcast is. And we go in response. Uh, from, from an old podcast we did. I guess brother was on the old podcast and he, he said, Can you, can you describe the different levels of gangster? Cause I said something about, I guess in passing, I said something like there's different levels of gangster. So, um, and he thought it was just like gangster, period. <laughs> like, okay, we'll go run them down for you guys. But first, the attitude of gratitude. Gotta say mahalo. Thank you very, very much for tuning into the podcast and for being a regular. And also for reviewing the podcast. See, I, I, never, I never did say that part, right? Okay, so I'm new at this whole thing. Uh, it's only been two years. <laughs> I think two years or something like that, right? So when I started this thing, my marketing director told me at the time, he said, bro, you just, you just do this. You just do them. And you can, you can have your own radio station. And I'm like, what? My own radio station? Really? And he goes, no, bro, just do them. And then we started to see the countries pick up, right? Because people go on Apple Podcasts and they go, whoa, what? Well, we like check them out. And then, you know, we kind of go like that. Anyway, so uh, the the other thing we wanted to say, Mahalo, thank you very much to everybody joining the podcast. Also, uh, we're increasing on Spotify. Spotify used to be 14%. We're up to 16% on Spotify. So if you're listening to us on Spotify, thank you very much. Mahalo. We appreciate it. And uh, Apple Podcast is also uh, always leading the way. They, they're they up, I don't know, 79%, something like that. And then we get, you know, a little bit on Anchor. We get, oh, bro, radio public. We, we're all over the place. Uh, all you got to do is go on Google or your favorite search engine and just type in the Junior whoever Junior Show. And you're going to see pages of podcast sites we're all over the place like i don't even know i can't even tell you how many sites but plenty anyway so we'd like to say mahalo thank you very much now um so we want to get to the questions okay and and the feedback you know so we get i get feedback uh on email so it's here for you usa at com, right and um somebody also asked me they wrote to the, they wrote to my email the other, the other day yesterday i think yesterday yeah yesterday or the other day and they said what is a life coach what is a life coach they, they want to know what a life coach is right okay so um a life they, they thought like a life coach was like a mentor um like that and i'm like well kind of it kind of can be see life coaching is like you know some people go to therapy right And they go to a therapist and they say doc or whatever, right, counselor, whatever. And they talk about like what they want to achieve or they they talk about their goals or their their problems or or whatever, right? So now if you're a a law of attraction life coach, okay, so that means that you teach people how to do law of attraction, which is what I do, you know. And you can call it positive thinking if you really, you know, if you really, you know, want to call it that. But actually, what it really is, it's about God, um, and I, I gotta talk about this for a little while, okay? Before we get to the next, uh, the gangster part. <laughs> I know everybody like, oh, bro, come on, gangster, gangster, let's go. <laughs> like, so, but anyway, but but the law of attraction, which is what this show is, right? And this is this is illustrating um, how I lived my dreams and how I went out and just I just knocked them off one by one and and that's what the theme of my life is like living dreams that's my theme, that's the core of what i do you know and and so you know like what is your dream oh my dream is to travel right i know this guy that i used to work with this guy and his thing was travel i mean he will every time he wasn't like you know when he could take a vacation bro he was on a plane he was going around the world he you know he was very well traveled and um Planes just kind of freak me out, right? And, and staying up, like hanging in the air for like, I don't know, 12 hours on an international flight to me Is just not my idea of fun, okay? I'm, I mean, I could do it, right? But it's just not my idea of fun, okay? And and I mean, you know, I, I know what they say, right? The, you can get in one car accident much easier than, one, than in one plane going down in a water or whatever, Right? Okay. But see, in my mind, Hawaiians, right? I'm flying over an ocean full of sharks. <laughs> okay. And, you know, when you read stories, you read stories like the USS Indianapolis, right? <clears throat> I don't know if you guys are familiar, right? This guy, Kimo McVeigh, I can mention his name. He's departed. And God bless him. Uh, I really liked him. He was a cool guy. And and Kimo gave me this hat, USS Indianapolis. And what happened was his dad, right, was the captain of the ship. And he made, you know, I don't know, when U-turn or something, something in the Indian Ocean. And the Japanese submarines uh, sunk the sunk the ship. This was wartime, right? And and I think 1,100 men, something like that, was all eaten by sharks in the Indian Ocean. And I think after you go to that game book... After you go into that kind of stats, and, you know, you go, Well, if the plane fall out of the sky, the bubble go in the water. And if we survive, if we survive the crash, okay, we got to survive the shock, okay? Now, surviving the crash is one thing in, in my head, Hawaiians. Okay, surviving the shock, that's a whole nother trip. <laughs> okay, so anyway, but but yeah, so... I don't take too many transatlantic flights and stuff like that No, I, I just, I'm happy Bro, I am so happy doing what I'm doing So uh, anyway, and we're doing the podcast And people across the world is picking us up on the podcast So again, we want to say mahalo Thank you very much for tuning in So so we're going to address the law of attraction, small kind, right? So you could call it positivity You could call it, uh, you could call it positive thinking, right? You could call it all of that but here's what I discovered um, for years. I had a negative mindset when I was young because, you know, when you're coming up and you're in your 20s and you're thinking like, wow, these guys, what they all? Everybody gets stuff and me I the only guy no more nothing, you, you know, because you're trying to get something right. You're trying to get ahead. You're trying to get money, trying to get on position, trying to get on job, trying to get, trying to get, trying to get, trying to get right. And then I had this negative attitude. See, cause small kid time, a lot of negative stuff happen, right? And and what happens is you carry that into adulthood, right? Cause you get you go in memory, and you and you remember this stuff, right? So sometimes it stays with you, okay? Now, Hawaiians, I don't know if this is you know something that happens with you, but it happens with a lot of people. So what happened in my twenties, cause I can only come, I can only talk about me cause that's all I went experience. Okay. I, I just experienced me. I did not experience somebody else's life. That's impossible. Okay. But anyway, what happened to me was I, you know, had all this negative thinking. And so I had the help of a real life coach and that was my uncle. And my uncle sat down with me and he, he really set my head straight. It took a while. It took, I got to tell you how I it took a while. Okay, but when I started doing it, I was like, "Whoa!" So I went into Office Depot. There was this Office Depot store by my office, right? And this was right, right when I started my office. I think um, no, this was before. Yeah, this was before I I started my office. And I walked in, and they used to have on book section, and I saw this book, right? And the title of the book was "Thinking Grow Rich." Okay, and I thought to myself, "Oh, bro." Yeah, all you got to do to make a million dollars is write one book about how to make a million dollars, right? And and I was, I was like, wow, this guy, this guy's sharp, right? You know, he's doing this kind. And and I didn't look into the book. I did not buy the book, right? Because I never, like, contribute to his million dollars, see? So so I was like, okay, because I had a bad attitude, right? No, really, it was a bad attitude because I saw the book and I had a negative the kind already you see i used to watch i used to watch guys in like expensive cars drive around and i used to go yeah those those frickers right <laughs> you know that that guy right and because i did not understand when i was young okay and now i see young kids and i see them going through that too and i see them with negative you know like i see because on social media you see them they just pull them right they just boom right there their feelings come out <laughs> and, and you and you look at that and you go Wow, yeah, that was me, right? When I was young. So I totally understand the young guys. I totally understand their frustrations. I totally understand their prejudices and their complexes and, and all of that. Because, bro, been there, done that, right? Now, my uncle was my life coach. And he... You know, started to turn everything around Because, you know, I, I, I never go counseling I never go any of that Because I had my uncle My uncle was my counselor He was my he was my counselor My life coach, my mentor he, he was everything rolled up in one guy Okay, sometimes he was like my older brother Sometimes he was like my father Sometimes he was like, you know And sometimes me and him used to drink And sometimes, you know I mean, he was cool like that So, I mean, because he was closer to my age He was, he was like just 14 years older than me So he was still young, you know So I could I, he could identify with my world And and I could identify with his world, you know But more so, he identified with, with me and Because he went through all of that He went through stuff, right? So he helped me in that respect So what a life coach is, right? With the law of attraction, right? I came to realize, so one day So one day down the road, right? And this is like way down the road, okay? One day down the road, this this girl that I was going with, and we, we broke up, right? The same girl that gave me the, the secret DVD, right? She gave me this book. And she goes, you know, I had this book for a long time, and I used to read this book all the time. And I'm like, really? You know, and, and the reason why I was kind of surprised was that, you know, she never went into business for herself or anything. But she had a very good job. She was... Uh, Uh, You know, she she worked in the medical profession. She she was a a very, very good at what she did. And and um, she was like a doctor. She should have she should have gone school a little bit longer and become a doctor. I mean, she could have done that anyway. So she gave me the book and I started reading the book because well. You know, now I had them for free. Right. You know, and I'm like that. I do not spend money unless I think it's worth it. I'm I'm really like that. I will not just throw down like money to throw it away kind, you know, got to be for a purpose, got to be for a reason, right? So anyway, so I start reading the book. And then it hit me, it hit me. And you know what? If I would have read this book in my 20s, so you, you guys, 23, because our audience is 23 to dead, you 23-year-olds listening right now, you 25-year-olds listening right now, okay? Uh, you guys probably already ma to this stuff. You guys probably already dove into this stuff. Right, but for you, twenty-three year olds, and I don't know where you are, cause this is worldwide, right? Wherever you are, cause we got people listening to us in Japan, we get people listening to us in in different countries in Europe, in, in like all over, right? In Asia, right? So if if you're in that category, twenty-three years old, twenty-five years old, you gotta read this book. It's been translated in many many languages. You gotta read this book, cause when I read the book, I was like, wait a minute, wow. This is not just like, like you know, how to make a million dollars. This is not just about money. This is about attitude. This is about vision. This is about life. And then it hit me and I was like, whoa, this is about God. It's about God, Hawaiians, really, right? Because God is real. This much I can tell you. And the reason I can tell you this, okay, this is not church. Don't get me wrong. This is not church. I don't believe in commercial 501c3 churches okay uh i yeah i've been there done that okay but um and and i've been to bible studies i've I've been to all this you know did the whole the whole nine right and i can tell you that god is real now i don't know what god is other than energy okay and and i don't believe like there's this place you're gonna burn when you die okay because if if jesus died for our sins right and then uh, you got to go pay for your sins and, and burn forever and ever. Amen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Spirits, to me, kind of burn. And your energy is what leaves your body, right? you going to leave this body, this shell right here, okay? And this body was built from from the earth, from the ground, from everything that came out of the ground, right? Because you're eating, right? You're eating, you're, you're drinking milk from, well, hopefully you're not drinking milk from cows, but like me, I drink almond milk, Right? Yeah, but you know, you, so you're drinking, you're eating, you're building this body of yours, right? And they say, that's, that's why they say, you are what you eat, right? Yeah, so you, so you, you know, you're eating, right? You build your body, okay? There, there you go, right? When you, when you're done using this body, guess what happens, Hoynes? Okay, this body will just drop. One day, this body will go, okay, you know what? That's it. I quit already. Pow, too much, okay? I mean, I've, I've been hanging out too long, and your body will just collapse. And your energy, Okay, you whatever you wanna call it, spirit, energy, what okay, that will go. That will go. It will return to where it came. Okay, and and then, right, it comes back. You cannot scientists already prove it, right? Quantum physicists already proved. You cannot destroy energy. You can't destroy it. How are you gonna destroy them, right? You cannot. Okay, so so people, you know, what what you really gotta do, people, is you gotta you got, how Okay, take it, take it from onks, right? You got to enjoy your time. You got to enjoy your time while you're here because this is all you get. This is your one shot like this. You live one time this way. And when I read the book, I'm like, whoa. Okay, it's talking about, you know, visualize, materialize. It's talking about the formula that you got to do to bring stuff in your world. And this was done by, right, guys like Napoleon Hill wrote the book. But he studied Under Andrew Carnegie, who was a steel magnet, right? Oh, not that kind of (laughs) magnet. You know what I'm talking about. He's a magnet, you know, business magnet tycoon. Yeah, so he was. He built railroads. He was building railroads and stuff, right? And was him Rockefeller these guys, right? These big dogs, and they was all you know competing, and they was all in business, and you know it was like spy versus spy. I don't know if you guys know that. That's that's in the old days. But anyway, but yeah, so there was like that. There was competitors, okay. Now there's there's two mindsets that you gotta be aware of. There's there's the creation mindset and the competitive mindset. Now, as far as the law of attraction goes, right, you really wanna stick to the creative mindset. You wanna create, okay? Because here's here's what happened, right? When I when I started, you know, realizing the power of creation, because I, I was creating all kinds of stuff, I created so much stuff. Right, but when I when I understood the power of creation, I was like, "Whoa, yeah, we are," you know, because my uncle always told me, "He goes, you're a co-creator with God," and you know, I'm like, "Okay, well, all right," <laughs> you know, like I I didn't know what what he meant, right? You know, I kind of knew what he meant, you know, co-creator with God. Okay, God's the creator, right? And then us is co-creators because we're, you know, God is in us and all, all that kind, right? Okay, but I did not know the 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 power that we have. Right, when I started discovering that power, I'm like, "Whoa!" You know, so so I I wanted to do certain things in my life, and there were certain gatekeepers to the doors, right? And they would keep the gates locked shut, right? And then if you wanted into the gate, oh, you you know some some gatekeepers, oh, you had to go drink with them on the weekends. Some gatekeepers, oh, you had to do drugs with them. Oh, some gatekeepers. You had to pay them money. You had to whatever. There was a price for everything. Okay. Now, if you're not in, if you're not down for paying the price, if you're not down for like let's say doing drugs with somebody to get in with the gang, if you're not down with killing somebody to you know make your bones to to get in in the mob, right? If you're not willing to, you know whatever it is, Hawaiians, right? If you're not willing, okay. And I never saw the value. So, so like in in the industries that I went in, these guys were all hanging out on the weekends. They was all hanging out. They was all going out together. They was getting drunk every weekend, and and then they would come back Monday morning with all these stories about what happened, and who did what, and how stupid so and so got, and how crazy and what he did that was crazy, and everybody was laughing. I, you know, I didn't I didn't see the value in that. It was just me. It's just me. I never saw the value in that I understand the camaraderie I understand the brethren I understand all that right But I never thought personally Like that was gonna amount To anything significant for my life So I I never did that right It's kind of like when fraternity Uh thing in college, you know, when you belong to a fraternity, and you guys go do stupid stuffs, and guys running up and down with carrots in the oak all at midnight, I mean, doing these rituals, right, <laughs> this kind of stuff, I just, for me, I'm like, nah, you know, and then, uh, and then you hear stories, right, you know, from Yale University, Yale, this is like top dog stuff, Ivy League guy, right, and go, oh, well, you know, skull and bones are they, they lie down in this coffin, and then they... Uh, naked, and then it, <laughs> see what I'm saying? Oh, ain't skate. So, th- this is all, you hear all these guys, oh, they do rituals, and you know, and then, oh, yeah, and then, and then, uh, a whole bunch of them ended up president of the United States. <laughs> then, then you go, oh, if you gotta do that to be president, then, yeah, I, I pass. I pass, Hawaiians, right? <laughs> I pass. So, so, I mean, there's just stuff like that. And I did not see, in, I did not see value to that. But what I did see value was in my guitar. I saw value in in music. And I didn't understand at the time, right, when I was writing songs, I didn't see myself as a creator, right? This came along with social media, and then they started using the term creator. And then they go, oh, well, you're a creator, Uh, You can do this, do that, you know, you can create videos, you do this, right? And so they call people creators now. When you go on Instagram or whatever, right? It says, well, you want to be a creator or, or business account, creator account, whatever, right? Creator, there you go, boom. So, you know, but this came along after. So when I was writing songs, so my goal was 25 songs a year. And I was writing, I think, way more than that for a few years and then it went down to like, to where I was like 25. And then the quality of what I was doing went down because I was trying to fill my own quota. You see what I'm saying? So, so after that, I was like, nah, take a break. Right? And then it was like here and there. And then, I don't know. I, I you know, I needed inspiration. And the thing that really inspired me was the women in my life, the females. Uh, for some reason, oh, bro, let me tell you. And, and you know, they inspire you if you're an artist, if you're, if you're a songwriter. They inspire you both ways, <laughs> like good and bad. Like when you broke up with somebody, oh, the songs come right, and you just write them down and it, you know. And then you meet the other one, the new one, right, and then oh, and then the songs come. Right? In the middle, the the songs don't happen, right? It's just like those those significant points, right? But but anyway, so that so that happened, right? And that was, and I did not understand my power as a creator. I did not understand, and I remember at one point. I think was after we built the record company, right? When After we built the record company. And then my, my cousin my cousin told me, she said, hey, you know, uh, you needed one. Um, you needed one. Uh, what was it? One, one accounting. One accounting. She goes, you need one accounting. Why don't you build an accounting business, right? And I was thinking about what she said. And I said, what do you mean build an accounting business? What am I going to do with that? She goes, well, my sister-in-law, she's an accountant, but she's out of work right now. And, and she can start, you know, the company, and you can start the company with her, and then and she can, she can do your accounting, and then blah, 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 and then you kind of went like that. And I said, no, 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 cause it wasn't in line with what I was doing, right? Cause I was doing, uh, stuff that related to entertainment and business. So our, our consulted company, right? It, it does involve creativity. It, it's, you know, we create a lot of jingles, a lot of creative ads, a lot of creative stuff. And then it's it's also business. So, so that was kind of relative to what we we're always doing. And then there's the music side, right? So there was the shows that we did. That was all, that was creative. But that was along the entertainment line. So every time I really needed something, right? After my cousin said that, I thought, okay, I will just build it. You know, if, if I needed whatever I needed, right? Okay, just build them. After we did the record company, we, we kind of got it that, okay, well, you did the consulting company, you did this, you did that, okay, boom, you did that record label, okay, you're recording now, you you got them all hooked up, everything set up, right, you know, and then, and then it kind of dawned on me, and then I went back to the book, right, and I went back to the book, and I started reading the book again, and there's something with visualization that materializes, okay, so, so, here's the way it breaks down, and I've broken it down on other podcasts, but I'm going to do them real fast for the new guys, right? And you guys who are new to the podcast. Okay, so when you visualize, okay, you get the idea, the thought, you get the thought in your mind, okay? When you use, like, say, your screensaver on your phone as a vision board of what you want, okay? Because what I do is I take pictures of what I want, I put it on my vision board, and pretty soon it happens. Okay, I, I don't ask me how. I, God, that's God's job. God the how is always God's job, right? But I can tell you from experience, when I wanted a car, I went into the showroom, I took the picture, I put it on my phone, I looked at it every day. Sometimes it took six months. Sometimes it took you know uh three months. Uh, this This last car that that I did uh took me let's see, I think three months months from start to finish from the time i took the picture to the time i drove it home it was three months you know and so you don't you don't necessarily know how the money's gonna come you know but i can tell you this right from the first new car and i told you guys this story a long time ago from that first new car when i did that okay that was in the the stock market was falling that was in a recession Okay, brand new car in a recession. Now, the, the good part was the interest rate was like 3% or 2%, something like that. Okay, that was the good part. The bad part was that, okay, now you have to have that extra money, right? And everybody, we saw everybody in our building, right? The building that my office is in for 23 years. We saw people moving out every week. It was the spookiest damn thing because you go, oh, man, pretty soon it might be me. You know what I'm saying, Hawaiians? So, but guess what happened? After the new car came, new clients came, more clients came, more business came. Not just, not just for entertainment or the shows that we was doing. More clients came for shows, more clients came for the singing school, more, more clients came for recording. I mean, you know, so not everybody is gonna go broke in a recession. Not everybody is gonna go broke in a depression. Right, not everybody, so, so, you know, in the depression in the 20s in the United States, there was plenty of guys making money. There were plenty of guys making out. But there were plenty of people that were hurting. Okay, so, so life is always that way. Now, what you gotta do is you gotta pull yourself to the positive side. So every time we saw somebody moving out of the building, guess what we did? We prayed. We prayed. We got together and we prayed, the three of us, the three of us that ran the school. And, you know, we saw this, right? People was moving out of the buildings. And we just, and we prayed. And we prayed that, that we kept the business, okay? So, I don't know if God, you know, put a barrier around us or whatever, like a barricade or invisible barrier around us. I don't know if that happened. I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. The, the clients never went away. A new car never went away. We never had to get the car repossessed. The car never, you know, nothing like that happened. Right? Now, I don't care if if you think um, you know, like when you inherit, um, say you inherit a fortune from your rich auntie who you never even know that good right? And then she died. She left you unfortunate. Okay? Now, you cannot take stuff like that for granted. Okay? So the law of attraction tells you, right? The law of attraction tells you that that if something like that, you know, happens, right, that's an act of God, okay, so, so, if something, like, say you go on tax return, a lot of people take it for granted, right, so, here's what you do, right, you practice gratitude, and just say thank you, okay, because the law of attraction, right, basically, is, is God in action, because who's making these things happen for you, right, so, so, our, our perspective, our platform, our view, our position is that God is doing this, okay? So I have a really hard time life coaching people who don't believe in God, and, I, and I've had, I've had, I think, two of them, <clears throat> and, and it, I found it hard to relate to someone who doesn't believe in, in, uh, in God or in, in a higher power, right? Let's say it that way. Uh, you can say higher self, higher spirit, higher power, whatever, right? But if you think it's all you, and if you think that, you know, God has nothing to do with anything, then, then it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard, always. Now, this is not the kind of magic kind of stuff, right? So, running them down real fast, okay? You visualize, and the way it materializes is it becomes a thought. Now, a belief is a thought you keep thinking, right? So when you keep thinking a thought, pretty soon you start believing it, okay? When you do affirmations, so that's the vision board, right? Okay, now, when you do affirmations, you're training your subconscious. Your subconscious, right, is is registering every time you look at something. It's going in your subconscious, okay? If you see yourself in a new car, if you see yourself in a new house, if you see yourself in a new suit, if you see yourself in a new pair of shoes, whatever, whatever you're into, If you see yourself with a new camera, if you see whatever, right? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But you see yourself with it first, okay? And then you start giving thanks for it. You start saying thank you for it, okay? And then you write it down. You do your affirmations every day. Now, your affirmations goes into your subconscious. Does it create magic? No. What it does is it starts training your subconscious, and pretty soon, you automatically do acts, small little changes, small little things in your life that are going to start to point you towards that goal and, and inch your way towards that goal. Now, is God going to open the door? Yeah, because when you start out with a plan, okay, so there's two ways, right? You can have a plan or you can go without a plan, okay? Because when you go with a plan, right, nothing turns out like the plan. Not exactly. Some so you, you go, you set out, right? And then this happens, this happens according to plan, that, 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 and then boom, you go out to left field, right, with something you totally did not plan for. Right? And and then you get out in left field and boom, there's your opportunity. And then you go, Wow, you know, if if I if I never met so and so, that business deal would have never gone down. And and I was going according to plan, and all of a sudden I met that guy, and then boom, we got we got the deal. You see, now to me, Hawaiians I don't know about you, but to me that's God, that's that's God working right there. Okay, now that's what it does. Your subconscious just just prepares you for the steps. Okay, and you take the steps where as you take the steps, I call them baby steps, right? Because you know what, you know, like take one giant step, always. If you got to correct one giant wrong step. Okay, that's time. Okay? And you don't have time. Okay? You you don't have time. You don't have time to be working on corrections, right? So what you do is you just take little steps here, little steps there. You know, step to the right. Oh, no, that's not the one. Okay, go. Step to the left. Ah, oh, okay, that feels good. All right, take the next step. See, let like that. So so then what happens is God opens the doors and then and then you go. If you take massive jumps, right? And then you find out that that jump that you made was a wrong jump. It could be a long way back to the reset. You know, to where you gotta you gotta rethink your rethink your strategy, rethink your plan, rethink your approach, all of that, right? So, so that's what that's the way we look at it. So, being a life coach, right, is like a guide that says, okay, here, this is what you do. Try this. And you go you go do it what's your goal first of all what's your goal you got to have a goal okay now if you don't have a goal if you don't know what the hell you want in life okay good luck because you know first you got to decide what do you want now that sometimes is the biggest question to somebody when you go okay what's your dream what what do you really want in life and you you'll hear people say oh geez I'm I, I don't know okay so that's what you got to figure out You know, ask somebody what their passion is. What is your passion? You know, some some guys have no clue. And they go, oh, geez, um, I I don't know. I I go work every day. I work 9 to 5. You know, Saturday, I go with the kids to, you know, play sports. And then Sunday, we go to church. And then I'm right back of it. You see? So people are stuck on the mouse wheel. And a lot of people don't even realize their purpose. They become good at what they do. They contribute. They're good citizens, right? All of that. They contribute. They pay the tax. They do this. They do that. They're, you know, right. And then, and then at the end of the, I don't know how many years they work, sixty-five, whatever it is, they get the mahalo party, right? You know, the big celebration, gold watch, whatever they do. They they don't do that anymore, but they used to, right? I'm just saying. Right. I'm just giving you a little visual. Right. And then and then they go on cruises and stuff. Right. Because at that point, they're after six, age 65. Right. And then after that, they have what? I don't know. A few healthy years left. And then. Right. And then, oh, that's it. They're gone. Right. So. So now more than ever, the kids with technology are realizing, you know, I don't like to live like that. I don't want to be like that. Right. And the reason it's such an exciting place for me right now, the world is so exciting for me right now, is that when I was a kid, right, I was that kid. Like, I like do this. I like do that. I like do that. I like do that. And I like do them all. I like try them all. Right. And, and people were telling me, no, no, bro, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. And you go do one. And you will be really good at that one. And you'd be the best there is at that one. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I don't like do that. <laughs> I'm not down for that because God gave me one life. That's all I get, one, right? I'm not I, I'm not gonna come back exactly like this again. This is not gonna this not gonna repeat. This is one time, right? So while I'm here, I like try this, I like try that, right? I bought my I bought myself on camera, okay? I I have one. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Oyens, I go I get this mean camera. This camera can can take. Uh, we get. I get lenses. (laughs) Okay, lenses, right? And this guy like was talking to me at at Best Buy, like like I was, I was a photographer. Like he was he was he was rapping with me a little while, and I was just kind of trying to keep up because I don't know what he was talking about, right? And and then at the end of you know I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot in that in that ten minutes. And then I told him I said, well, you know, I, I I don't plan on being a professional, right? But I just wanted to have some fun. And I wanted to experience the camera world, the photography world. I wanted to experience it, right? And I did that for a little while. I got to tell you guys this quick story, okay? And this is the law of attraction. So I went down to the pawn shop a long time ago, and I got this. I think it was a T60, they were called. It was a Canon. It was, it was a news reporter camera. That these guys use in Vietnam, journalists used. It was a journalist camera. I think it was called a T sixty, maybe a T thirty. I don't know, T something. Anyway, and so, so this thing was really cool because it made the sound. You know, when you when you press the button, it was like chick, 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 like like you see in the movies, right? And and I thought, whoa, yeah, I'm gonna do this, man, I'm gonna do this. So so this was a law of attraction working. I bought the camera, not knowing what the hell I was doing, right? All I knew was, I like shoot models. <laughs> like, that's all, that's the idea I had in my head. Now, mind you, at the time, I had two companies going. I had a production company going, right? And then I had, I had the singing school. We already started the singing school. Production company came first. We were on our second company. And I said, you know what? I, I like to do this on the side. Like, just as an, as a hobby, right? I like, I like shoot models. So, <laughs> so I ran into this guy and this guy owned a newspaper convenient now this is god working okay cuz i i took the step i bought the camera right and then i was thinking like okay models models right models and then and then i met this girl and and i said you know what we could we'll take some pictures you know so we started taking pictures now this is way before Instagram and social media and and all of that, way, way, right? These things weren't even, Facebook wasn't even invented yet. And I took this girl and she was was hot and we went and we took pictures, right? And then this guy appeared out of nowhere, this guy who owned this magazine. In fact, I forgot how I met the guy, but he owned this. uh, It was called the Hawaii Classified Guide. And, and I could tell you the name. I could tell, cause I, I don't see it around anymore. I don't know. Uh, maybe he sold out, whatever. But I met the guy. And, and the guy, we had this short discussion, I remember. And he was, he was asking, he said, so, so you take photo pictures? And I said, yeah, I take pictures. He goes, what kind of pictures do you take? I think, well, I take pictures of models. I, you need so, something for your cover? And he goes, Oh, yeah, you know, okay, this is the fake it till you make it part, Hawaiians, okay? So I was faking it, right? I told him, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll shoot models. He goes, oh, really? What kind of models? I said, well, it pretty hot models because this chick was hot. I was, you know, and I showed him some pictures, right? And now those days you had to go down and develop the pictures and, you know, <laughs> no such thing as like, like the cameras now and, the, you know, you just, bam, there it is, right? So... So I showed him some pictures, right? He goes, Wow, she's hot. I go, Yeah. He goes, wow, She could be on the cover of one of our things. I said, Exactly. So we went down, right? And he showed me this. Had he had this Cadillac. And and so I had this girl. I said, okay, go up, go up, sit on the Cadillac. All right. And and so the, the thing was about the the Cadillac being in the pepper, right, for sale. And so she sat on the Cadillac down the, the, Lagoon Drive. Where I was taking pictures, and everything. Pretty soon he goes, "Hey, that's fantastic! Yeah, we we'll, we we'll use her." So so he put her on the cover. Now when he put her on the cover, I was like, "Whoa! Like how the hell? You, I couldn't I couldn't imagine like this thing actually happened, right?" And 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 then then I was like, "Whoa! This is this is working! Like like I'm shooting covers right now," and I had to pinch myself, you know. And I was like on the phone. I was on the phone going, "Ma, guess what? Guess what I did?" And you know, she I said, Well I'm I'm shooting covers for uh for this uh a classified guide right now. And she's she's like, you know, my mom is, is she was working, she was busy, she was doing like I don't know, serious stuff, right? And she and she was like, Okay, all right, okay, now nah, you're shooting covers, okay. So, you know, but to me, right, like I was living a dream. So I, anyway, long story short, always there was the next cover, the next cover, right? Different girl. Now this guy goes, hey, you know, I met so and so, and I met this other girl, and uh, she wants to be on the cover, and I'm like, yeah, 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 bring her down. And I met these girls that were models. One of them ran for Miss Hawaii; she was a runner-up, <clears throat> and I think she ran. I think she won a couple other pageants, right? And so everything started small it was the cadillac lagoon drive right the next one we took one on lamborghini right the guy when the guy we talked to this this, this i think was jn or something this company and and for you guys overseas this is a car company right and and so they brought the lamborghini down and so the lamborghini was going to be in the in the shot and this girl right in the lamborghini and um I don't want to mention names, but I can tell you that her dad is very well known in Hawaii. Right? And I didn't, I didn't even know. And he came down, and he was in the background. He was on the phone, cutting his business deals, and doing all this stuff. And and there she was in the Lamborghini, and I was taking a picture. I had to pinch myself when I saw the cover, Hawaii. And I'm like, whoa. Okay, so I did. I think, I think I did about six, six covers, seven covers, something like that. Anyway, they're all at the office in the bottom drawer somewhere, but, but yeah, so I did, you know. So I was experiencing what it was like to, to do that. Now, do, did I want to do that for a living? Did I want to like go to the mainland and, and, and do the big time? No. Hell no. Huh? <laughs> Bro, I just wanted to see what it was like. I wanted to get in, I wanted to jump in the water, right? and And just see how it feels, and just go through the experience, so yeah, I shot covers. I was like, "Whoa, and these chicks bro i can't I can't even tell you the kind of action I got okay until <laughs> until Hawaiians, right, until the party came to a screeching halt, right' Because I met this girl, and she was oh man, this chick was hot, and i also i till today I describe her. As the best and worst chick I ever had <laughs> okay <laughs> that's exactly what it was Bro, um, when it was good Hawaiians oh man, you know it was heaven right when it was bad Hawaiians oh man so what happened and, and what led to the the end of my my film career my my cameraman career right so um, and it, you know I I didn't I didn't expect anything from it you know I didn't I didn't I just wanted to experience it right and so anyway, so I had I had started taking pictures of these girls right like you know, topless pictures all this kind you know okay this is a, this is a G rated show although we do say explicit just in case I get carried away but yeah so we so I started taking those you know boudoir pictures right so we so I had a bunch of those right and then I started going with this chick and this chick was hot she was a hot chick. Uh, in more ways than one, right? She's hot tempered too, and so, so I, I took these pictures to the girls, right? To all the girls, I would say, and I, I returned all the pictures to these girls, cause I never like them in my house, so I, <laughs> they did not, want, you know, like, like I didn't want one day, but what the hell is this, right? You know, finding them in drawers, something, you know, you know. So I went to the girls. I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I. I have a girlfriend now, and I, I can't do this anymore. But yeah, here's the pictures, you know. To, here's the negatives, everything, you know. Take, take them, and I return them all, right? And and that that's another that's that's a whole not a podcast, Hans. But that was what happened, okay? In in my cameraman career. So now now I go on camera like that's sitting in the bag, right, with all these lenses. and you know because I I thought I thought well if I ever you know decide to do it again. Right. You know, I could do it because, you know, now we have social media. Now I can, you know, I can do that, you know, if I want to. So far, I haven't wanted to. But this is what happens with the law of attraction, Hawaiians. All you got to do is take the steps. And that's all I did. I took the step. I took the step to go get the camera. Right. After that. Right. God took over because then I met the guy that owned the paper right and then we had a conversation the conversation led to you know hey check it out and then that led to yeah we'll put her on the cover and then that led to hey i got friends that want to be on the cover I, I met this girl she wants to be in the cover and i'm like oh okay you know so it just one thing leads to the other thing to the other thing and then boom and before you know it right cuz this this they only made uh i think it was a monthly publication so for 6 months we was banging Six, seven months, something like that. They, they come out once a month, right? And it's like a phone book kind of thing. Like, you know, the phone book covers the old days the advertising. So so the thing was, like, people bought ads in them, and then they put them out once a month. And the ad money went to pay for the printing, and then he made the profits and, you know, paid us and everything like that. And and it, it, the girls all wanted to be on the cover, you know. And as soon as I had to stop because, you know, I chose to stop because <laughs> I never liked drama, right? And when I chose to stop, I, you know, and I told the guy, I noticed that after that, because I saw his stuff after that, and it was just like car stereos on the front, and he, he didn't do the girl thing anymore, because he didn't have the cameraman anymore. I felt kind of bad, but I was like, hey, bro, that was a good run, and that was good fun, right? And I got the, I got the stuff in my drawer, see. And at the time, I wasn't aware of the law of attraction. I just did it. At the time, I mean, there's tons of stuff I did. So at the end of my life, when I'm on my deadbed, Hawaiians, okay, one of the things I'm gonna be like, yeah, I shot covers for an, for an, for an island-wide publication, like that was out in every service station in every every small store, whatever. It was like all over the place in the old days before social media, right? And yeah, I I did that, you know. So there's so many things. So this is what this is what I'm trying to tell you by telling you this story. Right is that first you visualize right because if you cannot see yourself doing it if you can if i couldn't see myself you know like like imagine right imagine let's use that imagine myself with with these girls taking pictures with with hot girls on hot cars or in hot cars whatever right if i if i couldn't imagine that it wouldn't happen, but I did, and I bought the camera i didn't buy the camera you know, with that intent, right? The intention was buy the camera and take pictures. That that was it. Oh yeah, I like I like play camera. Right. So I went in and I bought the camera. And it was cheap. It was like I think forty bucks. Something like that. Back in the day. Cheap. Right? Used camera, right? And that used camera went for a ride, man. And when I when it actually, you know, came time to to give it away. I think I gave it away. Yeah, I gave it away. You know, I had fun with it, right? It was it was totally worth it. Paid for itself, everything. Plus that, it gave me a little taste of what that life was like. Like what it what it is to do that. You know, how it feels to pick up a publication. Like anywhere you go, right? You like you just you roll into a Chevron and you go, "Hey, that's that I did that picture." Right? And you pick them up, you look at them "Bro, that's a trip." It is a trip because, you know, when you do stuff like this, like right now, right? I can go to iTunes and I can pull up. I just type in my name and boom, all the albums pop out, right? And I go, whoa, I actually did that. You know, so that's it's just the same thing, right? I took the steps. I found out, you know, how to do this, do that, whatever, boom, 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 record, you know, all that stuff, right? So So that's what I'm telling you. First, you visualize. You got to see yourself doing them. Second, okay write them down Write down your goal. write down the plan now you can do it without a plan okay and you can just go but you gotta if you do it without a plan you really got to be tuned into god and what i'm saying is tuned into your intuition okay or let's say it another way your gut feeling okay and and you gotta go with that guidance and you gotta be really tuned into that guidance okay now as a life coach what i teach my clients Okay, is to get in tune with that guidance or to rely on that kind of guidance. It starts with affirmations. You got to start writing down your affirmations. Okay, because the more you do that, the more you experience synchronicity. Okay, what is the syn- good? A good example of synchronicity is you and your friends, right? You're standing near on road, and you guys talking. And you start talking about yeah, going down to the steakhouse tonight, going on whatever steakhouse. I'm gonna have a nice steak, and then the meat truck drives by on the highway, and you just kind of and you just kind of look and, and in your mind, right? You go, yeah, I was just thinking about that, and boom, there's the meat truck. Oh, I I, do, I was just saying steak, talking about steak, and boom, there's a the meat truck. Okay. So you got to start cluing yourself into those little things. You know, like when you're watching TV or something, right? I don't watch TV, but if you watch TV, you're watching TV, you know, and then you're talking or you're thinking about something, or maybe you're talking about something in the house during a commercial break, right? And then all of a sudden, you see that commercial about that thing you're talking about, that synchronicity, okay? That is tuning in to the divine energy. That is tuning into God. That is... God at work, okay? That's not evil spirits. It's not it's not any of that. Okay? This is not black magic. It's not magic. Okay? It's the frequency you're on. It's the thought process that you are in. Okay? So if you are focused on a particular thing, right? Pretty soon your subconscious learns by repetition, right? Do it over and over again. You're thinking something over and over again. Pretty soon you will start to take the steps towards that goal whatever that goal is okay now if you want to lose 20 pounds right all you got to do is write the affirmation i am so happy and grateful now that i weigh and then write the 20 pounds less than you are right and write it down and you write that down every day pretty soon you're going yeah you know what i I pass on the cake today yeah you know what I, i pass on that extra soda or you know what i i don't think i'm gonna drink soda And, you know, so you make these decisions, and you know what happens? You start losing weight, right? And before you know it, you stand on the scale, and you go, oh, nah, right? Like, I lost 20 pounds. I I never do nothing, right? In your head, you could be thinking, I never do nothing. No, you did. You made significant changes, okay? But the changes you made came about because you focused on the goal. Then you wrote it down. Right. You saw yourself like that. You wrote it down. Right. You keep writing it every day. Right. And maybe you said your prayers. Maybe maybe you did your affirmations. Maybe you did your meditation. Maybe in your meditation you saw yourself 20 pounds lighter. All of a sudden now you're 20 pounds lighter. All of a sudden now you you have that new poster in your kitchen (laughs) all of a sudden now you're taking pictures of hot chicks with hot cars. Hawes, see what I'm saying, Hawes. Okay. That that's what I'm talking about, Hawaii's. And you know anybody can do this. This is something that the human being was born with. This is the way we were engineered. Now I cannot sit here and tell you precisely who the creator is. Oh the creator is so and so or the so and so it no you know why there is so much evidence There is so much evidence that what we have been told is not true, okay? There is so much evidence. That's all. I'm going to leave it there, right? So much of what we've been told is not true. We have been taught things backwards in our society. We We have been taught things that leave us in confusion for a reason, okay? And we do have owners. There are people in high places that make decisions for the planet. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you that, right? Okay, and if you really want to go on that road, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, I will leave you with all roads lead to Rome. Okay, just start doing your homework. Just dive in. Just go. Just just go down the library and start pulling books and start reading and start doing some serious research, and you will see. That that by contract Everything leads back to, to Rome Okay And and oh yeah So when you guys get to the Vatican Okay Just know that the Vatican Is not part of Italy Okay It's totally separate Go do your homework You'll find all of that But, but what I'm telling you always Okay Now You know I know Right now When I just said that There was There was a whole bunch of people Listening to the podcast Going Okay, that's where he lost me. <laughs> right? Okay. No, no, I'm I'm not kidding. Check it out if that's what you want to do. Okay? But if you if you really wanna know what a life coach is, okay, I just described it. Okay, that's what I do as a life coach. I'm a guide. I'm not an authority on anything. I'm not an authority on entertainment. I'm not an authority on playing the guitar. I'm not an authority on teaching boys. I'm not an authority on business. I'm not an authority on marketing. I'm not, I do all of that. You know, I shot covers for the, you know, on the thing. Do I know about camera work? No, hell no. I have no knowledge. I have, I I couldn't tell you what shutter speeds mean or anything like that. All I knew is I took good pictures. <laughs> that's all I, and the chicks was hot, and the cars was hot. Bro, everything was hot, Oh, oh, sorry, Owens. I gotta go. Yeah, but, but yeah, everything was hot. But you know why everything was hot? Because that's what I had in my head. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, all right? All right? What are you thinking, Owens? Right? What are you thinking right now, all right? All right, go do it. Life is short. You live one time this way. That's it, always. No one holds. All right. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Bob, Brother Randy, Sister Jerry. We also want to thank Voice Master Enterprises, Family of Service Companies, and AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Till the next time, I'm Junior Kegueva Junior and say, hey, get out there and live your life, Hawaiians. Go! No matter what you like do, just go, 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 Hawaiians. Do it now. All right. Hey, wait a minute. That's Nike. Okay, they're not one sponsor. Sorry. <laughs> Till next time. Mahalo and Aloha!